Hey, it's the D&D guy back for episode 7. And today, we're gonna remember last episode we started running down some of these tropes. Today, we're gonna either finish that or almost finish that. So I think it'll be maybe this episode and one more, and then we'll be done learning how to play Dungeons and Dragons, and we can get some more fun stuff. So before we hop into this episode, I'd just like to thank you guys. You guys have been so good. At first when I made this podcast, I was... I didn't think I'd get very, like, very many listeners at all, but there's quite a few of you out there now. And yeah, this, I don't pay to advertise this podcast at all, so the only way it gets around is word of mouth. So I just have one favor to ask you guys. Please, please, like, tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone you think would join the show, and yeah, that would be a big help. So let's hop into the episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, so before we get into this, I'd just like to say why this episode took two weeks to put out instead of one. So, one word. So, like, one sentence. One week vacation. Woo-woo. So, uh, so for, for adventuring gear, I'm just gonna, like, say the name of the item, the cost, the weight, and then sometimes if it's, like, a special item, I'll, like, define it or, like, yeah. So abacus. This is a fancy uh, abacus. Costs two gold pieces and weighs two pounds. This is like a fancy word, like you know those one counting frames with all the beads, like what they used to use. Like that's one of those. So acid. Uh, this is like a vial of acid. Costs twenty five gold pieces and it weighs one pound. And this is what it does. So as an action, like this could be an attack. Then you can splash the contents of this vial into a creature within five feet of you, or throw the vial up to twenty feet. A shattering it on impact. In either case, make a ranged attack against a creature or object. Treat the acid as an improvised weapon. I remember we talked about improvised weapons, like, uh, like it could be, kind of like if you're talking about like my this it says the damage it does two to six acid damage, but otherwise like the range like how you throw it if you use strength dexterity, that'll decide on like stuff it's similar to, but it's not very similar to much so. Yeah, uh, and it does two dice six acid damage, so it can be pretty useful if you're low levels. It can be pretty useful. So alchemist fire flask. This is a, f- a flask of alchemist fire, and this is like it's another like kind of flaming substance. It costs fifty gold pieces and weighs one pound. So this sticky like adhesive fuel uh, ignites when exposed to air. So keep it in the vial. If you pop off the cover, it'll ignite. Um, so as an action, you can throw this vial up to 20 feet. Same with the acid vial, and it shatters on impact. You treat it, uh, make a ranged attack against a creature or object, treating it as an improvised weapon, same sort of thing. On the hit, the target takes one die for fire damage at the start of each of its turns, and the target can end this damage by using its action to make a DC 10 dexterity check to extinguish the flames. So next we're ammunition. Uh, so there's different types of ammunition. So arrows, so 20 arrows is one gold piece and it and it's, weighs one pound. 50 blowgun needles is one gold piece and weighs one pound. 20 crossbow bolts is one gold piece and weighs one and a half pounds. And 20 slin bullets, which are little metal kind of, little kind of metal balls, is four copper pieces and weighs one and a half pounds. 
So now antitoxin vial uh, doesn't weigh like it less, weighs less than a pound and it costs fifty gold pieces. So an antitoxin is uh, is like it fights poison. It's like kind of protection from poison or something. So when you drink this vial liquid, you gain advantage on saving those against poison for one hour. And the benefits don't transfer the undead construct, constructs because they can't be affected by poison. So next, uh, arcane focus. There's different types of arcane focus. I'll just read them down and I'll tell you what an arcane focus is. So crystal, 10 gold piece, 1 pound. Orb, 20 gold piece, 3 pounds. Rod, 10 gold piece, 2 pounds. Staff, 5 gold piece, 4 pounds. Wand, 10 gold piece, uh, 10 gold piece, 1 pound. So if you haven't guessed by the dis- by these items, especially wand, this is something the magic users use. So, uh, yeah, so these items, like, they're designed to channel the power of spells. So, a sorcerer, warlock, or wizard can use such item as a spell cast and focus. Remember, we talked about when we did magic, they need a spell cast and focus or a component pouch to cast spells. So, these could be one of those. So, if you're a wizard, close than that. So, this is your wand. Uh, so, backpack, two gold piece, five pounds, I'm pretty sure that's self-explanatory. Ball bearings, bag of a thousand, one gold piece, two pounds. So, what are ball bearings, you ask? I've, before, like, I had to look this up, I, I never actually heard of them. So, as an action, you can spell these tiny, they're like tiny metal balls from a pouch to cover, like, uh, a square, kind of, it can't be slanted because the balls would just roll away, like, uh, so you can cover a square area that's 10 feet on a si- on each side. So a creature moving across this area must succeed on DC 10 dexterity saving throw or fall prone. So it can be good if you're being chased by guys or you're setting a trap, like an attack trap. You put these down and they fall prone because remember when we did fighting, it's you have advantage on attacking creatures or are prone and they have disadvantage on attacking you. So uh, barrel, two gold piece, 70 pounds, self-explanatory. Basket for silver pieces, two pounds. Bedroll, one gold piece, seven pounds. Bell, one gold piece, less than a pound. Blanket, five silver pieces, three pounds. Block and tackle, one gold piece, five pounds. So this is for, it's like a set of pulleys with a cable thread to them. So it's basically the kind of like, it's like a, so think of like a fishing rod, but not quite like, it's kind of like a block with a hook. It's like kind of like a block with pulleys and a hook through it. And it allows you to hoist up like from a lower a lower like height to a higher height up to four times the way you can normally lift. So it allows you to hoist up. Yeah. So uh, book, 25 gold pieces, five pounds. So I'm pretty sure. So this could be like many types of books like self-explanatory so uh oh funny thing like i was looking through the player's handbook the other day and in the in this section uh like adventuring gear and do you know that it has like a lot of basic items like basket bedroll they're self-explanatory you don't need a description but they have a description for a book it's like books may contain fantasy poetry language math and yeah so, bottle, glass, two gold pieces, two pounds. Bucket, five silver pieces, no, five copper pieces, two pounds. 
cow tropes, bag of 20, one gold piece, two pounds. Uh, so cow tropes are like, uh, they're kind of like these, uh, if you've ever played jacks, they look like kind of jacks with spikes on each end, like, you know, like, there's the game you play jacks, you throw them up in the air, and, uh, see how many you can catch, like, yeah, so you can cover a square five feet on each side, so any creature that enters the area must succeed on a DC 15 dexterity saving throw or stop moving this turn and take one piercing damage. So when you take this damage, you reduce your, uh, so taking this damage reduces your walking speed by 10 feet because, like, they stick to you, they slow you until you regain at least one hit point. If you move through this area at half speed, you don't have to make the save. So that's just a D&D tip. If you see monsters or someone putting cow tropes, either walk in. When you need to go through those, just move at half speed. You won't take any damage, and you won't be, your speed won't be reduced. Uh, like your speed won't be reduced after you get out of them. So candle, for one hour. Oh, yeah. So after that is candle. It's one copper piece and less than a pound. So candles. This is like a light source. So for one hour, uh, they sh- it sheds bright light for five foot and it for five feet and dim light for an additional five feet after that so basically 10 feet of light also uh, case crossbow bolt so this is like a crossbow bolt case uh, it's one gold piece and weighs one pound so it's meant for holding up the 20 crossbow bolts so case map or scroll one gold piece one pound so this is meant for carrying like it's like a cylinder case uh, I've seen them before, and it can hold up to 10 rolled-up sheets of paper or 5 rolled-up sheets of parchment. So, like, if you're a wizard or, like, your spell scrolls, you could use this and carry some of them in it. So, chain. Uh, chain, 10 feet, 5 gold pieces, 10 pounds. And it, uh, the chain is 10 hit points, and it's, like, it's a normal chain, just, uh, also has, like, some stats if you're trying to break a chain or stuff. His 10 hit points, and it will burst or, like, break. You can snap it with a DC 20 deck strength check. That's if you're super strong or you roll super well, because if you've ever tried snapping an, a metal chain in half, I'm pretty sure you can't do it, unless you're, like, super strong or, like, yeah. So, uh, chalk. One piece, one copper piece, less than a pound, self-explanatory. Chest, five gold pieces, 25 pounds, self-explanatory. Uh, climber's kit, 25 gold pieces, 12 pounds. And so a climber's kit, uh, it'll include, like, special, like, pittens. Pittens is, like, a climbing tool. They're, like, kind of... Uh, pittens are, like, uh... They're like, uh, hmm, let me, oh, just give me, they're kind of like these, they're like climbing things, like, they're like these things kind of you will hammer into, like, a rock wall, like, you thread ropes through them, yeah, so, uh, so, climbers can include special pittance, boot tips, gloves, and a harness, so you can use the climbers kit as an action to anchor yourself, what you do, you can't fall more than 25 feet from the point where you anchored yourself, and you can't climb more than 25 feet from that point without undoing the anchor. 
So it's just for, like, if you're climbing, like, it could be useful if you're climbing up a cliff face or stuff like that. So clothes, common. So it's a, a five silver pieces, three pounds. So these are, like, the clothes that, like, a commoner would wear. Clothes, fine. 15 gold pieces, six pounds, like, uh, or like, a rich person that's richer would wear. Clothes, travelers, two gold pieces, four pounds. This is, like, travel, like, if you travel on the road, you travel in the forest. This is what you usually wear. And a uh, component pouch, 25 gold pieces, two pounds. So remember I told you like where we did arcane focuses? Those are like that you need them to cast a spell. You either need an arcane focus or a component pouch. So a component pouch, it has like all the components you need for a spell. Like if you need some, like some herbs or like other components, it has all of those except the ones that you need to buy with money. So yeah. And you need either this or an arcane focus to cast spells for a sorcerer, warlock, or a wizard. So, uh, crowbar, two gold pieces, five pounds. So, using the crowbar will grant you advantage on strength checks when you, like, can use it to leverage your, like, bull stuff, like, with it. So, druidic focuses. So, uh, druidic focuses are, like, uh... Uh, so Judics, like, wizards need spellcasting focuses, like, wizards, warlocks, and sources need a component pouch of spellcasting focuses. Uh, druids could use, instead of an arcane focus, they could use a druid focus, a druidic focus. And examples of these are a sprig of mistletoe, one gold piece, no, uh, less than a pound. Totem, one gold piece, less than a pound. Wooden staff, five gold pieces, four pounds. You wand. This is another wand, 10 gold piece, 1 pound. And then uh, fishing tackle, this is this is not a judic focus. We're back to like just normal adventuring gear. 1 gold piece, 4 pounds. And uh, so this is like kind of a kit. It includes a wooden rod, silken line, a corkwood, corkwood barbers, steel hooks, uh, lead sinkers, velvet lures, and narrow netting. So this is like just for fishing. Uh, so flash or tanker, flask or tankard, two copper piece, two copper pieces, one pound. Grappling hook, two cop, two gold pieces, four pounds. Hammer, one gold piece, three pounds. Hammer, so a sledgehammer, two gold pieces, ten pounds. Healer's kit, five gold pieces, three pounds. So a healer's kit, it's like uh, so it's uh. It's this. It's like a little kit, and it carries bandages, salves, splints, like basic healing stuff. It has ten uses. So as an action, you can expend one use of the kit to stabilize a creature that has zero hit points without needing to make a wisdom medicine check, which you usually would have to. So holy symbol. So this is stuff that instead of like an arcane focus or druidic focus, clerics use holy symbols to focus their spells. So uh. Yeah, so it usually represents, like, their god, like, it has, like, a representation on it. So, amulet, five gold pieces, one pound. This is examples of, uh, holy symbols. Emblem, five gold pieces, uh, less than a pound. Reliquary, five gold pieces, and two pounds, like, yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, so... Yeah, we're half done the adventuring gear. I think after we do the adventuring gear, we'll go in the halftime. We might have a bit later halftime then. So holy, uh, so holy water. 
Uh, so flask of holy water, twenty five gold pieces in one pound. So as an action, uh, this is like D and D holy water, which is used for. Uh, this is like the practical. This is like, uh, the uses in the game you can use. So as an action, you can splash the contents of this flask onto a creature within five feet of you, or throw it up to twenty feet, like the. Uh, what was it like the acid and the uh the alchemist fire, uh and it shatters on impact if when you throw it uh to, when you like you throw it in either case you make a ranged attack against a target creature treating the holy water as an improvised weapon if the target is a fiend or undead like a evil like devil or demon or like an undead creature, it takes two dice six radiant damage because that just like that makes sense. Uh, so, a uh, cleric or paladin. Oh, paladins also use, also use holy symbols for the spell casting. May create holy water by performing a special ritual. The ritual takes one hour to perform. Uses twenty five gold pieces worth of powdered silver, and and requires the caster to expend a first level spell slot. So now we're gonna do uh. So next is hourglass twenty five gold pieces. Uh, one pound. Hunting trap, five gold pieces, twenty five pounds. So when you use it, you can use an action to say a hunting trap. It might be like a sawtooth steel gun that snaps shut. Uh, like when you step on a pressure plate, it might be like heavy chain, like over that's affixed to like an immobile object such as a tree or a spike driven into the ground, like a similar trap. A creature that steps on the plate must succeed on a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. It take one die for piercing damage and stop moving. Uh, therefore, until the creature, like, until you break free, free the trap, you can, uh, you can't move more than the length of the chain. That's a fix and use the trap. So, to, the chain's usually, like, three feet long around there. Like, three to five feet. So, you can use your action to make a DC 13 strength check. And if you do succeed, you free yourself or another creature within the reach of the trap. So each fail check deals one piece in damage to the trapped creature. So uh, ink, one ounce bottle, ten gold pieces, less than a pound. Ink pen, two copper pieces, less than a pound. Jug or pitcher, two copper pieces, uh, four pounds. Ladder, ten, a uh, ten-foot ladder. One silver piece, 25 pounds, and lamp. Uh, five silver pieces, one pound. So the lamp casts, it's like a light source. It casts bright light for five, 15-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. So that's 45-foot radius to cast light. And it burns for six hours on a flask or one pin of oil. So... Uh, yeah, lantern bullseye, tangle pieces, two pounds. So there's two types of lanterns, lantern bullseye and lantern hooded. Lantern bullseye, as it just says, tangle pieces and two pounds, and lantern hooded is five gold pieces and two pounds. So the bullseye lantern, uh, it casts bright light in a 60-foot cone and dim light for an additional 60 feet. So once lit, it burns for six hours on a flask, one pint of oil. So it's basically like a normal lantern. And hooded is like has a little hood, so the light goes less. So a hooded lantern casts bright light for 30 foot radius and dim light for additional 30 feet. So it's basically half of the bullseye lantern. So once lit, it burns for six hours on a flask or one pin of oil. So as an action, you can lower the hood, reducing the... Uh, so 
actually it actually burns like normally it's like set to like has a small radius and then you can lower the hood reducing the light to dim light in a five foot radius like because it has a hood and it's normally not as bright uh so uh yeah so lock tango piece one pound so a key is provided with this lock so without a key if you are proficient with thief tools and you're using them you can pick this lock with a successful dc 15 dexterity check and you may decide your dm may decide the better locks are available for higher prices so this is like if you want to lock something keep it safe magnifying glass hunger hunger gold hundred gold pieces and it weighs less than a pound so uh so the magnifying glass used to look closer at small objects can also be used to start fire if like you put the sun and like the sun goes through the magnifying glass uh so line of fire with a magnifying glass requires light as bright as sunlight to focus tender the light to ignite and about five minutes for a fire to ignite so magnifying glass grass grants advantage on any ability check to like identify or inspect an item that is small or highly detailed so manacles two gold pieces six pounds these are like kind of chains and like this this is like the, these little wrist things that go with your hands like you lock people they're like their smell restraints so they can bind a small or medium creature in these so escaping the manacles requires a dc 20 dexterity check breaking them requires a successful dc 20 strength check so each set of manacles comes with one key. Without the key, a uh, creature proficient with thieves tools can pick the manacles lock with a successful DC 15 dexterity check, and they have 15 hit points of each other, like, break them with a weapon. So, yeah. Uh, mess kit. So two silver pieces, one pound. So mess kit, it's like a tin box that contains a cup and, the sin and simple cutlery. Uh, it also contains like a plate. Uh, the box clamps together and one side can be used as a cooking pan and the other as a plate or shallow bowl. So like one side plate, bowl, like the your meals on the other side. So you cook your meals on one side, then you can put them on the other side and it clips all together. Yeah, this is, yeah. Mirror steel, so steel mirror, five gold pieces and weighs half a pound. Uh, oil, so a flask of oil, one silver piece, and weighs one pound. So oil usually uh, comes in a clay fat uh, flask that holds one pin of oil. So as an action, you can splash one of this on a creature within five feet and make or throw it up to 20 feet. You make a ranged attack against a creature object. You treat in the oil as an improvised weapon. Yeah, this is like the acid and the other stuff. So on the hit, the target is covered in oil. If the target takes any fire damage before the oil dries, about a minute before it dries, the target takes an additional five fire damage from burning oil. You can also pour a flask of oil on the ground to cover a five-foot area square, provide that the surf, like if it's a level surface, if lit, the oil burns for two rounds and deals five fire damage on a creature that enters the area or enters turn there, so a creature can take damage only once per turn from the oil. So, yeah. Uh, so, paper. One, one sheet of paper. Two silver pieces. Uh, uh, less than a pound. So, remember, like, in our world, paper... Paper is really...
common, like paper and parchment not often because we don't use it anymore, but in this world, only like richer people have access to paper. Yeah. So what, parchment, one silver piece and less than a pound. Perfume, a uh, vial perfume, five gold pieces, less than a pound. A miner's pick, two gold pieces, ten pounds. A pitten, five copper pieces, quarter of a pound. Uh, so poison, like a basic vial of poison, hundred gold pieces, and like with less than a pound. So poison. Uh, so you can use poison in this vial to coat, uh, one slash your piercing weapon up the, th- or up to three pier- like uh, up through the pieces of ammunition, like pieces. So applying the poison takes an action. So creature hit by this poison weapon ammunition must make a DC ten Constitution saving throw. Will take one die four poison damage. Once applied, the poison retains uh, potency for one minute before it dries and it's ineffective. So pull ten foot pull, five copper pieces, seven pounds. Uh, iron pot, two gold pieces, ten pounds. Potion of healing. This is the only magic item you can normally buy at like any adventuring store, at most adventuring stores. Fifty gold pieces, half a pound. So, when you drink a potion killing, the magical red fluid of this vial, uh, like, flows through your veins, and you regain 2 die 4 plus 2 hit points. And drinking it, or, like, administrating it, takes an action. Uh, pouch. Five silver pieces, one pound. And, like, it's, uh, pouch, the pouch can hold up to 20 slin bullets, or 50 bloga needles, among, like, some other things. So, uh, some other pouches, like if a, comportali- a compartmentalized pouch uh, for holding spell components is called a component pouch. Remember, like, we talked about that. So, this is, like, kind of a spinoff of it, and it, a spinoff of it, and it's holding for, like, anything, or especially ammunition. So, a quiver. So, a quiver, one gold piece, one pound. It can hold up to 20 arrows. And a ram, portable. So, like, a portable ram, four gold pieces, 35 pounds. So, you can use this portable ram to break down doors. When doing so, you gain a plus four bonus on the strength check to break down the door. So, one other character can help you use the ram, giving you advantage on the check. Rations. So, one day of rations, five silver pieces, two pounds. And this is just, like, it it's, consists of dry food suitable for extended travel. Uh, and it can include, include stuff like jerky, dried fruit, hardtack, and nuts. So it's basically not very appealing, but it'll keep you going for the day. Uh, so, yeah. Robes. One gold piece, four pounds. Rope. Hempen rope, 50 feet. One gold piece, 10 pounds. Silk rope, 50 feet. Ten gold piece, five pounds. So, uh, so whether rope's made of hemp or silk has two hit points and can... Uh, like bur- be burst like or like snapped with a dc f- 17 strength check and you can use it like the tie knots like climb yeah sack one copper piece half a pound uh a merchant a merchant scale five gold pieces three pounds it's like for wearing items and it's like a small bouncer pans and uh and it can be used to weigh items up to two pounds. So with it, you can measure the exact weight of small objects, such as like raw precious metals or trade goods, to help determine their worth. So uh, seal and wax, five silver pieces, less than a pound. Shovel, two gold pieces, five pounds. Signal whistle, 
five copper pieces, less than a pound. Signet ring, five gold pieces, less than a pound. Soap, five, two copper pieces, less than a pound. Spell book, 50 gold pieces, three pounds. So spell book, that's like uh, wizards will use the spell book and that's where they have all their spells in. And it, it contains like a hundred blank pages for your spells. Uh, spikes, iron, so 10 iron spikes, one gold piece, five pounds. Uh, spyglass, thousand gold pieces, one pound. So when you use, uh, objects used with the spyglass are magnified twice their size. Tent, two person tent, two gold pieces, 20 pounds. Tinderbox, five silver pieces, one pound. So, uh... Yes, the tinder box, it holds flint, uh, fire steel, and tinder. It's usually like dry cloth, so uh, soaked in oil, and it can be used to kindle fire. So you uh, using it, so you can use it to light a torch or anything with, uh, when you have like enough fuel, uh, takes an action. So lighting any other fire takes one minute. Uh, so torch, one copper piece, one pound. And a torch burns for one hour, providing bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. If you make a melee attack with the burned torch and hits, it deals one fire damage. Vile, one gold piece, less than a pound. Uh, water skin, two silver pieces, five pounds, and this is if it's full. Whetstone, one copper piece, one pound. And that's all. I'd just like to say, uh, like, container, like, what different, how much different containers could carry before we finally break for halftime. So, backpack. So, you can also, like, backpack can carry one cubic, uh, one cubic foot and up to 30 pounds of gear. And you can also strap items such as bedrolls or coil rope to the outside of the backpack. So, barrel. 40 gallons of liquid, 4 cubic feet of solids. Basket. 2 cubic feet, 40 pounds of gear. Bottle. 1.5 pints of liquid. Bucket. 3 gallons liquid, 1.5 no one half uh half a cubic foot of solid chest 12 cubic feet 300 pounds of gear flask or tankard one pin liquid jug or pitcher one gallon liquid iron pot one gallon liquid uh pouch a fifth uh cubic foot feet of one fifth of a cubic foot and six pounds of gear Sack, one cubic foot, 30 pounds of gear. Vial, four ounces liquid. And water skin, four pence liquid. So now it's been half an hour. Let's uh, finally break for halftime. And after halftime, we'll go back. We'll do like tools, different tools. Like you can buy maybe, and I think that'll be all the episode. And the next episode, we'll do like mounts and vehicles, uh, food and drink and lodging. And uh, that'll be all, and maybe the episode after that, we can create character, learn how to create character. So yeah, uh, let's break craft time. So remember last time for a halftime, we talked about uh, like deities of the Forgotten Realms, and we're going to run through some like panthons. Before we go on to like how to create your own panthon and stuff, this is just a little thin might take around 10 half times that's that's a lot but it's like a little thin like it's not the bit the big learning in the episode but it's another cooler learning 
Uh, so last time we did Daddy of the Forgotten Realms, which is a world that a deity that I most enjoy playing and I think is the best. Uh, it also has one of the biggest pamphlets that took us almost ten minutes last time. But this time maybe we'll cut down the maybe seven minutes and we can do the Daddy's a Great Hawk, which is fun fact was the very first D and D world ever created. It was created by the founder of D and D, uh, Gary Gygax himself. So let's run through this. So remember, we'll have the deity, uh, then like what the the god or goddess of, then we'll have the alignment. Then I'll, because remember last time we talked a bit about like the alignments and stuff. Then I'll have the suggested domains. Like if you're a cleric or stuff and you like doing a domain, what domain? Uh, you if you pick this god, what domain you should pick? And then I'll have the symbol. So Bioi. So if I pronounce some of these on. Bioi, goddess of nature. Neutral, suggested domain nature. A symbol green disc. A bokob. God of Magic, Alignment, Neutral, Suggested Domains, Knowledge, Symbol, I with a Pentagram, Celestian, God of Stars and Wanderers, Alignment, Neutral, Suggested Domains, Knowledge, uh, Symbol, Arc of Seven Stars Inside Circle. So, okay, this is a lot neutral. This pantheon has a lot neutral in it. So, Elona, Elona, Goddess of Woodlands. Neutral good, life, nature, unicorn horn. Eliothuno, god of envy and slaughter. Yikes. This guy is not very nice. Chaotic evil, war, blood drop. Farlanging, god of horizons and travel. Neutral good, knowledge, trickery, circle crossed by a curved horizon line. Hironis, god of chivalry and valor, lawful good, war, lightning bolt. Like, I mean, how did this guy come up with these names? Hextor, god of war and discord. Uh, like, discord, like, that means kind of, like, distrust, like, so in, like, kind of bad, like, relationships and stuff between people, like, kind of mistrust. Yeah, like, uh... Lawful evil, war, six arrows facing downward in a fan, cord, god of athletics and sport, chaotic good, tempest, war, four spears and four maces radiating out from a central point, Incabulos, god of plague and famine, neutral evil, death, reptilian eye with a horizontal diamond, Istus, Goddess of Fate and Destiny, Neutral, Knowledge, Weaver's Spindle with Three Strands, Use, God of Pain and Oppression, Chaotic Evil, Death, Grinning Human Skull, Neural, God of Death, Neutral Evil, Death, Skull with uh, either a Sickle or a Scythe, Obadhai, God of Nature, Neutral, Nature, Oak Leaf and Acorn. Olidamara. Okay, that's gotta got be the most crazy so far. God of Revelry. Chaotic Neutral. Trickery. Laugh and Mask. Pelor. Pelor. God of uh, Sun and Healing. Neutral Good. Life, Light, Sun. 
Polotus, god of light and law. Oh, I think I actually pronounced one right. Lawful good, light, silver sun of full moon, uh, silver sun of full moon, uh, partially eclipsed by a smaller crescent moon. Ralishaz, god of ill luck and insanity, chaotic neutral, trickery, three bone, fate casting sticks. Rail, god of peace and reason, lawful good, knowledge, white heart. Saint Cubert, Cuth- Saint Cuthbert, god of common sense and zeal. Lawful neutral, knowledge, circle at the center of a starburst line. Uh, Tharzan, Dun, Tharzand, god of internal darkness. No, I think it's Thor is done. Thor is done. Chaotic evil, trickery, dark spiral, or inverted ziggurat, ziggurat, Trithron, god of liberty and retribution, chaotic good, war, triskelion, I don't know what that is, okay, I'm actually, I'm gonna look that up, what triskelion is, and the next episode, and then I'll tell you guys next episode, so, Ula, Goddess of hills and mountains, lawful good, life war, mountain with a circle at heart, Vecna, god of evil secrets, neutral evil, knowledge, hand of an eye on the palm, and now the last one, Wee Jass, that's a weird name, goddess of magic and death, lawful neutral, death, knowledge, red skull and foe fireball. So there, deities of Greyhawk. Uh... Next time we can next time we'll do the deities of Dragonlance. And then maybe the time after that we can do the die and maybe the time after that we can do deities of Iberin. Then we can do non human deities. And then there's like a few other pantheons I wanna run through and then maybe I can run through my own pantheon I created. Oh, I can show you guys that. And then maybe I can run through, like, I've created my own pantheon. Uh, I can run through, like, how to create a good pantheon. I'll just run through, I don't, like, these pantheons are really long. I'll run through one where you only need, like, 10 to 15 guys instead of 30 guys. So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, let's hop back into the episode. Now I can talk about different tools you can buy in D and D. So tools like a tool helps you do something you could uh, normally not do, like craft a repair an item, forge a document, pick a lock. So you raise class back when it feats. Uh, give you a different proficiency with certain tools. We'll talk about feats probably after we talk about creating a character. And uh, proficiency with a tool allows you to add your proficiency bonus to any ability check you make of that tool. Uh, yeah, so tools are not tied to a single ability, like, you don't always use, let's say, dexterity with this tool. It, it's tied to many, like, if you're a wood, uh, if you're woodworking tools, you might use dexterity and make a really fine, like, and detailed, uh, carving. And strength to make something, like, rough and out of hard wood. So, let's run down these. So, as always, I'll have the tool, then the cost, and the weight. So artisan's tools. These tools include like where you use a pursue a craft or a trade. When you are proficient, you add your proficiency bonus to the artisan's tools. And you make an ability check with them. 
So alchemist supplies, 50 gold pieces, 8 pounds. This is like making stuff like that. Like poison, acid, and alchemist fire like we talked about before. Brewer supplies, 20 gold pieces, 9 pounds. This is like making stuff. Uh, Wait, did I say pounds for alchemist supplies? I just say it. So alchemist supplies is 50 gold pieces and 8 pounds. Brewer supplies is 20 gold pieces and 9 pounds. And brewer supplies is like making like special like drinks, like beer. Uh, calligrapher supplies, 10 gold pieces, 5 pounds. I've mixed this up with uh, cartographers before. This calligraphers is making like kind of fancy writing and like a kind of visual form, like kind of making writing like an art. Uh, cartographers is making maps. Carpenter's tools, 8 gold pieces, 6 pounds. Cartographers tools, which I just talked about, making maps. 15 gold pieces, 6 pounds. Cobbler's tools, 5 gold pieces, 5 pounds. That's like making shoes. Cook's utensils, 1 gold piece, 8 pounds. Glassblower's tools, 3 gold pieces, 5 pounds. Jeweler's tools, 25 gold pieces, 2 pounds. Leatherworker's tools, 5 gold pieces, 5 pounds. Uh, Mason's tools, 10 gold pieces, 8 pounds. Painter's supplies, 10 gold pieces, 5 pounds. Potter's tools, uh, 10 gold pieces, 3 pounds. Smith's tools, uh, 20 gold pieces, 8 pounds. Tinker's tools, 50 gold pieces, 10 pounds. Weaver's tools, 1 gold piece, 5 pounds. Uh, Woodcarver's tools, 1 gold piece, 5 pounds. So then we have the disguise kit. This is a kit. Uh, it's 25 gold pieces and weighs 3 pounds. So with the disguise kit, it contains a pouch of cosmetics, hair dye, and small props to let you create dis- disguises that change your physical appearance. So, uh, proficiency of this kit lets you add your proficiency bonus to any ability check you make to create a visual disguise and like four people with that disguise. So, uh, yeah. So let's do next is a forgery kit. So this, uh, it's 15 gold pieces and five pounds. So this uh, small box contains a variety of papers and parchments, pens and inks, seals and sealing wax, gold and silver leaf, and those supplies necessary to create, like, convincing forgery of important documents and other, like, papers. And proficiency allows you to add your proficiency bonus to, like, make it and four people of it. Game and set. So there's different types of, like, gaming sets you can buy, and uh, these are stuff you can... Yeah, so uh, these items encompass a wide range of gaming, uh, like, pieces including dice and decks of cards. A few common examples. I'm going to run down a few common examples of D&D games you might have. Uh, if you're proficient in gaming set, you add a proficiency bonus to ability checks to make the play of the game fat set. So you might, like, go in a bar, play, like, go in an inn, play with some people, make a bit of cash... If you're proficient in it, you can make some easy cash. Like, you could have a ton of chance of making cash. Uh, so each different game and set requires a different proficiency because it's a different game. So dice set, one silver piece, less than a pound. Dragon chest set, one gold piece, half a pound. Playing card set, five silver pieces, less than a pound. Uh, playing card set, wait, no, I just said that. Three dragon ants set, uh... Ante, I don't know how you pronounce this. A N T E. Uh, so it's I think it's three dragon ante set, one gold piece, less than a pound. And now herbalism kit, five 
five gold pieces, three pounds. So herbalists and cranes, a variety of instruments such as clippers, mortar and pestle, and pouches and vials used by herbalists to create remedies and potions. So proficiency with this kit lets you add your proficiency bonus to any ability checks you make to identify apply herbs. Also, proficiency of this kit requires, uh, you need a proficiency of this kit to create antitoxin and potions of healing. So, musical instrument. Also, there's different musical instruments you might be proficient in. To have a proficiency of a given musical instrument, you can add your proficiency bonus to any ability checks you make to play music with the instrument. So, a bard can use a musical instrument as a spell cast and focus. And yeah. So, I'll uh, run down a few common ones. Bagpipes, 30 gold pieces, 6 pounds. Drum, 6 gold pieces, 3 pounds. Dolkama, uh, 25 gold pieces, 10 pounds. Actually, uh, like I have a list here. This is what it says. I ran through the player's handbook before I started and looked at the ones they list here. I don't have no idea what Dolkama is. That's one of those things like, uh, what was it? Like the what was it called there was another thing i forget i'll remember uh but i'll get back to you next weekend with what dogmer is uh flute two gold pieces one pound oh did i say the dogmer uh no i don't think i did 25 gold pieces 10 pounds like i know i said it but i didn't like say the stats loot 35 gold pieces two pounds lear uh, this is like kind of like a small harp. Three gold pieces, two pounds. Horn, three gold pieces, two pounds. Pan flute, 12 gold pieces, two pounds. Sham, I'll tell you what that is next weekend too. Two gold pieces, one pound. Viola, that's like a type of violin. Three gold pieces, one pound. Navigation, navigation is tools. 25 gold pieces, two pounds. Uh, so this set, like navigation tools, you like using the navigate at sea so when you are proficient in them it allows you to chart a ship's course and follow navigation charts in addition the tools allow you that your proficiency bonus on ability check you make to avoid getting lost at sea poisons kit 50 gold pieces two pounds so this includes vials chemicals and other equipment necessary for creating poisons and when you have proficiency you can add your proficiency bonus to any ability checks you make to craft to use po uh, poisons Thieves tools, 25 gold pieces, 1 pound. That's probably the most common set of tools because every, every rogue in D&D, &D, when you create like a rogue character, which is like a thief, kind of, you'll always have a thieves kit, thieves tools. So this set of tools includes a small file, a set of lockpicks, a small mirror, mounted on a metal handle, a set of nail blade scissors, and a pair of pliers. So when you're proficient with these, Allows you to add your proficiency bonus to any ability check you make to disarm traps or open locks. And then vehicles, so you might be proficient in either land or water vehicles, like different types. And uh, the cost and weight will vary. So today, since we have time, we'll also run through mounts and vehicles. So remember, I just already said vehicles and land or water. This will contain these land or water vehicles. So... Like, a good mount or vehicle can help you move quicker in D&D, &D, where it would otherwise be really slow traveling. So, at sea, you might travel by the big grand ships. Or in, by land, you might travel by horse, or like, an, or like a horse, donkey, mall, ox, pulling like a cart, carriage, chariot, sled, or wagon. Uh, yeah. 
So other like magical mounts are like some of flying, like flying mounts might be a pegasi, pegasus, griffins, hippogriffs, or like similar animals. Uh, and even like aquatic mounts, like giant seahorses. And yeah, so acquiring these mounts often, like you need to get their egg and like raise them before when they hatch. So, uh, Barden, so, uh, you might want to buy your mount, like, if you're riding a horse, armor, so Barden is armor that's designed to protect your animal's head, neck, chest, and body, so, like, if you're, if you're, like, this is a war horse and you're riding them, like, into battle, you might want to get some Barden armor, uh, yeah, so the cost, like, there's different, there'll be, like, chain mail, plate mail. The cost is four times uh, what it would be for humans because horses are way, because, like, these animals would be way bigger. Like, this is usually on a horse. And uh, it's usually, it's less common. Like, yeah, and it weighs twice as much. So saddles. So good, like, a uh, good saddle will, like, brace the rider, make it easier for you to ride, so, like, wait. If you ever ride a horse, you can have a saddle. So it gives you advantage. So a saddle gives you advantage on any check you make to remain mounted. Uh, yeah, so an exotic saddle is required for riding any aquatic or flying mounts. Uh, so vehicle proficiencies. So remember I just talked about, like, you might have proficiency of land or water vehicles. So you can add your proficiency to any check you make to use that to control that vehicle in difficult cir- uh, like circumstances if you have proficiency. So road vessel like rowboats, mealboats, stuff like that are used in lakes and rivers. Uh so if you're going downstream, uh so like you add the speed of the current, like around three miles to the speed of uh the vehicle. And so they can't be rolled against any significant current, but they can be pulled upstream by draft animals on the shores. So a robot weighs a hundred pounds. And so in this case, it like a canoe, if you're portaging, eventually you can carry it over land. So let's, I'll run down some of these lists. They're going to have the item or like the vehicle or animal that, the vehicle or animal. And then they're going to have the cost and the speed and the carrying capacity. So camel, 50 gold pieces, 50 uh, speed. Cost, 50 gold pieces, speed, 50 feet, carrying capacity, 480 pounds. Donkey or mall, cost, 8 gold pieces, speed, 40 feet, carrying capacity, 420 pounds. Elephant, uh, cost, 200 gold pieces, speed, 40 feet, carrying capacity, 1,320 pounds. Horse, a draft horse, 50 gold pieces, 40 feet, of 540 pounds. Says is like horse for carrying your gear, not really for riding. Horse riding, 75 gold pieces, 60 feet, 480 pounds. Mastiff, 25 gold pieces, that's like a large, a really big dog. 40 feet, 195 pounds. Pony, 30 gold pieces, 40 feet, 225 pounds. War horse, uh, 400 gold pieces, 60 feet, 540 pounds. This is the mounts, that those amounts in our animals. So this is like gear for them, pack harness and drawn vehicles. So uh for Barden, as I said, it's whatever the armor, the cost that you're gonna buy for the animal, the cost is times four and the weight is times two. 
So bit and brittle, two gold pieces, one pound. Carriage, 100 gold piece, 600 pounds. Uh, cart, 15 gold pieces, 200 pounds. Chariot, 250 gold pieces, 100 pounds. Uh, feed, so this is like feed for your animal per day. Five copper pieces, 10 pounds. Cause you need to feed them. Saddle, so this is a different type of saddle. Exotic, 60 gold pieces, 40 pounds. This is for exotic animals like elephants and camels. Military, this is like for war horse and stuff like that. Uh, 20 gold pieces, 30 pounds. Uh, pack, this is like for pack animals like a pack horse, a donkey, mall. Uh, five gold piece, five gold pieces, fifteen pounds. Riding, this is for like riding horses, stuff like that. Uh, ten gold pieces, twenty five pounds, and then saddle bags, like where you strap to your saddle and you put like your stuff in them. Four gold pieces, eight pounds. Sled, like the animal could like uh the sled would be behind it. Uh, twenty gold pieces, three hundred pounds. Uh. Oh, in this section, it's just cost and the weight. The weight of it, it's not the carrying capacity in this uh, little one. Uh, stabling per day, five silver pieces. Uh, wagon, three, 35 gold pieces, 400 pounds. So now water-borne vehicles, and it's going to have the cost and then the speed in miles per hour. So this one, some of these can get quite expensive. First one, galley, that's like a big boat. It's like a big entire ship with entire crew and stuff you need to run it. 30,000 gold pieces, 4 miles per hour. Neo boat, 3,000 gold pieces, 1 mile per hour. Launch ship, 10,000 gold pieces, 3 miles per hour. Rowboat, 50 gold pieces, 1.5 miles per hour. Sailing ship, 10,000 gold pieces, 2 miles per hour. Warship, 25,000 gold pieces, 2.5 miles per hour. So I think this episode's gone on long enough, so, uh, yeah, better end it soon, I won't, like, go on anything else, and, yeah, so next time we'll do, like, trade goods, expenses, like, this is lifetime expenses, stuff like that, services, trinkets, and that'll be all for that episode, and then we'll be done, like, all this stuff and all the, learn how to play and all these charts, and then the episode after that, we can maybe want for one or two episodes, we can learn how to create character. I'll start with the bait, the most simple character, the fighter. And then I'll, like, I think I'll do it where I'll, like, do the fighter. And then, like, I'll give you tips and tricks, like, best races, like, best things to do for him, like, as you go. And then maybe I'll do a creating character episode for each different character. So, yeah. So guys, it's the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you next time. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, anything. I'd just like to thank you guys again for being such great listeners. It's been so awesome. And, like, again, uh, I was on vacation. This is why this episode is two weeks. And yeah. Uh, you know, like, a lot of you may think, like doing a podcast is a lot but it's really not much it's just an hour an hour a week and yeah you use it doing this really cool app called anchor you can get it on your phone ipad it's a really cool app and uh yeah it's like you can easily record your podcast as like little intro stuff you can put in you can record with friends you can put in music yeah it 
yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, I'll see you next time on The D&D Guy. Have a great week.